It's Linda Cobb, and you're talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Do you have dirt, stink, mess, cleaning frustration? Do you dread cleaning? If so, boy, are you in the right place. Cleaning may never be your personal joy, but I can show you how to clean smarter, not harder, and get out of the house faster. So let's jump right in and get started. It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Welcome to today's show. On the show today, I'm going to tell you how to clean with some really odd things like flour and mustard and apple peels and even used coffee grounds. But before we get started, I want to remind you about my YouTube channel. You can have me at your fingertips 24-7. And who doesn't need the queen during the holidays? Let's face it. By subscribing, you can look at any one of my hundreds and hundreds of videos absolutely free. They cover any problem and you type in the problem and up I will pop with a solution. So join me on YouTube Queen of Clean. And now let's get started. I want to start out by telling you about some really odd things that you can use to clean with. And the first one we're going to talk about is flour. Now, this makes a great polish for stainless steel sinks and stovetops. It should be used on a completely dry surface. Sprinkle a small amount of dry flour on and buff it well with a soft cloth. Then you can either dust it off or vacuum it off for cleanup ease, and then rinse it from your sink and dry the sink with a towel. You will have a beautiful shine. Another one I love is dry mustard. Now you'll find that one in your spice rack. It's fabulous for removing odors from plastic containers like Tupperware and all of those types of things. You fill that container with warm water, Add about a half teaspoon of dry mustard. You're going to let it soak for several hours or overnight and then rinse, dry, and use. The odor is gone. What about used coffee grounds? Yikes, yes, they are good for something more than just putting them in your garden. Used coffee grounds will remove strong odors such as garlic from your hands. Rub your hands with cool used coffee grounds and wash and rinse no more odor. Potatoes is another one. You rub the cut side of a potato on mud stains. You then soak the clothes in cool water for at least one hour and wash as usual. So you just rub the cut side of a potato on mud stains on your clothes, soak for an hour, and then launder as usual. Onions are another one that you can use to clean with. You rub the cut side of an onion onto a scorched piece of fabric. Then you soak it in cold water for several hours and launder as usual. To remove rust from a paring knife or any similar cutlery, stick that into an onion and leave it overnight. It takes it right off. Apple peels are another great thing that you can clean with. Put water in a discolored stained aluminum pan and add apple peelings. Bring them to a boil and simmer for 30 minutes to an hour and it removes the discoloration. It's a great thing to do when you're making pie because you've got those apple peelings handy. I use white wine also. So anytime you serve red wine, don't ever serve it without white wine because if you have a red wine spill on carpet or clothes, 
You can pour white wine on it to remove the stain. Do it as soon as possible after the spill. So you pour white wine on red wine to remove the stain. Club soda is another great spotter. It removes most spills from clothes and carpets. It's great to polish appliances and stainless steel. You know, really, it's the oops, I can't believe I spilled that spotter. So give it a try. Now, let's get into cleaning up appliances and things that we use around the kitchen. Some things we only use at the holidays. So the first one, let's start with the blender. Now, you're going to fill the blender partway with hot water, and you'll simply add a drop of liquid dishwashing detergent. Cover it and turn it on for a few seconds. Then rinse using the same method and dry. This really works because it gets into all the nooks and crannies, cleans the blades well and everything, and it's so fast to do. For broiler pans, first of all, line the broiler pan with aluminum foil and spray the, whack, the rack with non-stick cooking spray for clean up ease. So you're just going to line the broiler pan with aluminum foil and spray the rack with non-stick cooking spray. Now you don't want to line the rack with foil because this allows the grease to puddle. So your food will basically fry in that grease and it could start a fire. So be careful of that. To clean an already dirty broiler pan, sprinkle the still warm pan liberally with dry or liquid laundry detergent. Cover it with a wet paper towel and let that soak for a while. The pan will require a little in the way of scrubbing is all, and it will be clean and ready to use again. Now, at this time of year, I end up pulling out my double boiler. Now, a double boiler it has the pan in the top, the water in the bottom. You use it for making ganache and different things like that. And this is kind of a trick for that. When you add water in the bottom part of the double boiler, add a couple of marbles in there too. If your water boils away, the rattling marbles will alert you before the pan can burn. So that is for a double boiler. You just drop those marbles into the bottom pan and then sit the top pan on it. And once you hear the marbles rattle, you need to add more water. For new frying pans, to prevent foods from sticking in a new frying pan, boil some vinegar in it for several minutes, rinse it well, and you're ready to cook. For non-stick cookware to remove stains and food, you're going to boil two tablespoons of baking soda, one half cup of white vinegar, and one cup of water for 10 minutes. So it's two tablespoons of baking soda, one half cup of vinegar, and a cup of water boiled for 10 minutes. Then re-season the pan by wiping with just a little cooking oil. And burn on foods and casseroles, oh my goodness, the one that the, the green bean casserole's in, or the dressing, or the scalloped potatoes, an easy way to clean those. Fill that with hot water, add one or two used dryer fabric softener sheets. Allow to soak, and the burned on food will fall right out. Now, the other thing you can do is fill it with hot water and add a teaspoon of automatic dishwasher detergent. Let it soak and then wash 
as usual. It makes it so much easier to clean. Teflon bakeware is something a lot of you are using at this time of year. So to clean it well, you're going to coat the brown areas with a good laundry pre-spotter. Like I use Zout as my laundry pre-spotter. You could use spray and wash or whatever you have. So you're going to spray that on any brown areas that are on your Teflon bakeware. You're going to slip it into a garbage bag to keep it moist for a few hours, then remove it, rub with a scrubbing sponge, and wash and dry as usual. On the exterior of the pans, you can use your laundry pre-spotter to remove discoloration also. Do not use ammonia on colored exteriors because it will discolor it. Now for stainless steel cookware, you can fill that with water, add a tablespoon or so of automatic dishwasher detergent, bring it to a boil and simmer. You'll handle it carefully and remove the water, wash, rinse, and dry, and your pan will look like new. Now, if you have a really, really soiled stainless steel pan, like I have a skillet that we cook steak on the barbecue first, and then like restaurants do, we bring it in and throw it in a preheated pan in the oven for just a few minutes to finish it. Well, I always get grease spatters around the edges of that pan, and they are so hard to get out. But I've learned that you can use oven cleaner on stainless steel. Spray it on in a well-ventilated area and allow it to soak following the label directions. Now, do not use oven oven cleaner on aluminum or colored or coated cookware. It will ruin it. And don't get oven cleaner on your hands. I always wear rubber gloves. And in all honesty, I take some paper out, lay it on the ground outside, spray it out there, let it sit, and then clean it off. And it really does work amazingly well. Now, for glass baking dishes, you can soak it with fabric softener sheets. And if that doesn't remove all of the problem, then you can use the oven cleaner on glass cookware too. You just want to make sure you follow the directions on the container and keep kids and pets away when you're doing it. Now, let's talk about cleanup for some kind of unusual things that maybe you don't even realize you should clean. Um, first of all, plastic travel mugs. Clean the inside of these by wetting them and rubbing them with salt. Yes, rub them with salt. It takes the discoloration out and it will deodorize them. Now, you'll fill it with warm water, add a quarter teaspoon of dry mustard when you're done, let it soak for several hours, pour it out, and everything smells fresh. I learned that because my husband forgot his coffee thermos in the car for a whole weekend in the middle of Arizona summer. And he uses creamer. Well, that thermos did not smell so great, so I did exactly this. I put the water and the salt in, and I used a wet paper towel and scrubbed it in really, really well, cleaned all that discoloration and stain out, and then put in the dry mustard, and the smell was gone. And let me tell you, he was sure happy about that. 
Now, the next thing I want to mention to you is can openers. And a lot of people tell me they didn't even realize they should clean can openers. But, you know, when you're opening a can with a can opener, that blade goes down into the can. And so whatever you're opening gets on it, whether that be tomato paste, tuna fish, or beans, or whatever you're opening. And it works like that on electric or manual. So what I do is I run a piece of wax paper through it for a really good cleaning. And I will use a toothbrush and some non-gel toothpaste if it's looking really bad. So like if you haven't ever cleaned it before, you might grab that toothpaste and that old toothbrush and scrub it down with that. Then you just rinse it well and make sure you let it dry really well open before you use it again. But remember, you can even run a paper towel through it after you open something. And you'll be amazed when you see that stuff actually comes off on that paper towel. And you've been contaminating other foods with that all along. Now, wooden cutting boards and bread boards are something that you do need to clean. Because after cutting foods like onions or garlic, you get smell. So you want to rub that with the cut side of a lemon. Now, what I generally do is I take my lemon, cut it in half, and I sprinkle it with salt because this will not only clean and disinfect it, but it will also whiten it too. So I rub that over it. And remember, now it's wise to use a plastic board for cutting meats rather than wood because they are easier to clean and are more sanitary. To clean a plastic board, all you have to do is wash it with hot, soapy water and rinse it well. But those wooden cutting boards really need to be cleaned and disinfected because things soak into them. Now, this is another thing I bet you haven't thought about cleaning, your rolling pin. Now, most of us don't take the rolling pin out too many times. Maybe if we're going to bake a pie and we haven't gone and bought a frozen pie crust or one in the, the other section of the grocery store, or maybe we're going to make cookies, but it's been sitting there for all that time. So to clean this, you're going to sprinkle it with salt and rub with your hand to loosen any particles of pastry or oily grease on it. Then you can wash it, rinse it, and let it dry really, really well before you start to use it. And I usually rub mine with salt after I use it. And recently, I bought a stainless steel rolling pin. It's a French style without the handle, so you just roll it back and forth with your palms. And that you can even put in the dishwasher. I love that. Now, thermos-type containers are something else you have to think about cleaning. You're going to fill those with hot water, and you're going to add a teaspoon or so of liquid chlorine bleach. Now, remember, don't spill that anywhere because it's going to take the color out of anything. So you'll fill it with hot water, add a teaspoon of liquid chlorine bleach, let it soak for 20 minutes or so, and then rinse it with really, really hot water and let it dry. Graters are another thing. You know, whenever I make my husband's mom's favorite macaroni and cheese, she made it all the time that kids were growing up. And, you know, you're grating that cheese and it gets stuck all over that grater. And it's so irritating. But there's a couple things you can do. First of all, you can sanitize it with an old toothbrush. Um, I keep one in the kitchen for cleaning graters and that kind of thing. And you're simply going to brush out the debris and scrub with soapy water and rinse 
Now, if you want to sanitize your cleaning toothbrush, run it through the dishwasher in the silverware basket or soak it in very hot water with a little chlorine bleach. And a lot of the graters nowadays, you can even put in the dishwasher, but you always want to get off as much stuff as you can before you put it in the dishwasher. So give that a try and see if it doesn't work well for you. Now, glass containers such as coffee pots get stains in them from coffee, and so do things that you make tea in, even the cups. And to get those clean, you're just going to wipe the inside with a little lemon juice and salt, and it takes the stains right out. You'll never have a problem with that. It's quick, it's easy, and it costs pennies. And if you don't have real lemons, use lemon juice. And remember the dollar store. If you're going to use lemon juice to clean, pick up a big bottle at the dollar store and keep it for cleaning. It's inexpensive and you've got plenty on hand when you want to use one of my uh, tips that has lemon in it. So now I'm going to put some links in to the comments on today's show so that you can find some of the things that I talked about. And particularly, I'll put in that stainless steel rolling pin because if you're going to cook much for the holiday, you really want to get one of those. They aren't that expensive and oh my gosh, they're so great. You'll love it. Now, if you have a question and you want me to answer it during the podcast or maybe you have a suggestion for a podcast, go to ask at queenofclean.com. That's ask at queenofclean.com. It's been so much fun talking to you today. I hope you can use some of these tips. Remember to check out the comments on today's show and I'll see you on the next podcast. So thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Thank you.